Let's do it. Let's okay. Put this dumpster fire out. <laughs> Final episode of this round of Sharktoberfest. It's been a difficult October, full of twists and turns and challenging situations, but we have come to see the other side of it. I am one of your hosts, Logan Nielsen, and joining me as always is my co-host and co-survivor. <laughs> Dustin Pixley. Hello, Dustin. Hello, Logan. How are you, my friend? I am well, and how are you? I'm doing pretty good now that we're ending <laughs> yes. Sharktoberfest. Oh, yeah. Can you feel the relief I can, washing I over can. you? This has been a good day. This has been a little inside juice I'll give you. Our last two episodes where we've recorded in this one setting and it's uh i think it's the most jovial we've been in the last couple sessions we are very excited people right now <laughs> and i want to be very clear i love sharktoberfest and we totally plan on doing it again next year we like already kind of know ideas that we want to do but like this one kind of kicked our ass a little bit it got it got grim you know it was yeah you know what i mean like i didn't think the movies could get that no, much worse they really they, did they got real bad yeah and and bad in the same way over and over and over again. That was the frustrating part. Is the yeah, it was like a Groundhog's Day of bad movies. Yeah, it us. really was. It really was. It yeah. was. It was a Ground Shark Day. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was bad. And I, yeah, I don't know. It just like it got us down. We got down at points. You yeah. know. You know, and so I, that's why I think next year too. You know, we Sharktoberfest. It's like we gotta come. We gotta come ready to fight. We 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 thought like, oh, we beat it last year. We'll beat this one. No. No, this was this was it was a bigger Sharktoberfest. This is a bigger, meaner, more vicious Sharktoberfest. No, we're gonna have to do like a Rocky Four montage pump up thing. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to get ready. Especially too, we're gonna have to bring some new shit to the game because next year will be Sharktoberfest 3D. Have you thought about that? I didn't. That's yeah, amazing. Because 3D be... is pretty heavy in our lives. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have to figure out what that means in the form of a non-visual podcast. <laughs> Uh, but this is our finale wrap-up episode. We did one of these last year too, where we uh, we did a fi- last year we did a little differently. We we sampled our top three choices and kind of figured out what was our favorite beer, and we kind of ranked the movies and favorite moments. We're we're doing a little different. We don't have all the the beers to sample because a lot of them we can't buy around here, and I don't want to drive to Chicago. So, oh, spoiler! Oh, spoiler! Did one of the Chicago ones make it? Oh, wait, did maybe, it? Maybe, maybe. Um, but, and then, uh, I don't know. We also have, we have kind of a, a little awards show, sort of. We have a little, we'll get into yes. that in the kind of where we normally do the movie segment. I think we're going to do kind of our awards ceremony. We have, we have choices for different categories, not too long, but we have categories picked out of how we're going to rank certain things. Yeah, we're going to rank, we're going to debate. Yeah, we're gonna yeah. get into it. I, this, it's gonna. I'm actually really excited for this. I've been looking forward to this all day of really talking about <laughs> like what 
what we want to pick for a couple of these categories are quite specific. So <laughs> this is, this is going to be fun, I think. Yeah, it'll be fun to dig into that. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about our, our rankings of movies and beers and all that stuff. Um, and then also uh, a little tease ahead, stay towards the end because then we're gonna tell you what's in the future for this show and what we what we have uh coming down the line it's gonna we're, we're actually gonna be changing a lot of things but also not changing some things yeah so, i think like tremors too we're gonna burst out of this show into something else <laughs> yes we will mysteriously evolve yep into a different monster that's <laughs> what we'll do uh but more on that at the end of the show so you have to listen to the end but uh first let's dig into the bulk of the show and what's interesting here too is i figured too since we're kind of leaving sharktoberfest we're leaving the oktoberfest season we can have a beer that's not quite oktoberfest but still on brand and this i want to thank our our actually this week's guest he was our guest on monday caleb woodley he bought this beer he surprised me with it when i came to see him in chicago and he just had this waiting uh, and it is called Shark Wheat from Urban Brew Labs, uh, DDH American Wheat. And, I mean, on that cover, come on, how do you beat just a... a it looks like a schlocky horror movie. It's it does, fantastic. It, it looks like a sci-fi original beer. It does. <laughs> but it's got just a wheat field, and there's a, a, a shark poking out of it, and it's uh, just just kind of silly. But I think we're... So we're going to... We're cl- kind of cleansing our palate of sh- of Oktoberfest a little bit. Yeah, but we're drinking a shark, uh, you know, themed. I was gonna beer. call it shark brand beer, but I'm like, well, that's not a brand. <laughs> but uh, 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 yeah, it's gonna be in the theme of sharks. So shall we? I know nothing about this brewer. I've never heard of them. I've had the beer before. I'm um, also uh, curious to try a double dry hopped American wheat. Yeah. What does what does that mean? So a dry hop is when you add the hops, um, typically right after fermentation, you okay. add the hops in. And they put in, sometimes you'll put in like either twice the amount or you'll put in one charge. You wait a little bit, you put in another one. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then for this one too, these are in tall boys, so they aren't 12 fluid ounces. This is 16, so, mm. you know, a little sad, but you know, the end of Sharktoberfest is sad. So, um, but 4.9 ABV, shark wheat, does it have any information? Yes, it do. Urban Brew Labs is a small business made up of friends and family. Our fascination with sharks, combined with our tight-knit staff's dark sense of humor, led to an inside joke, creating the inspiration behind this beer. Get your snorkel and life jacket ready before you dive into this beast. And this is another Chicago brewery, Urban Brew Labs, 5121 North Ravenswood Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. That's not too far away from where I used to live, to be honest. Yeah, recommended in a glass. And we do some glasses here, which I would like to pour these. And I have a specific reason. Go ahead, go ahead and crack yours open. Can do, Captain. Oh, there you go. Nice. There it Let's is. Go ahead and pour these in these glasses here. Okay. I was curious because the last time I had this, I had a couple of these in Chicago with Caleb. Right. Um, and we drank them. And... Maybe just the four we had, but they were the chunkiest no, beer. So the chunk's gonna be at the bottom of this can. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a wheat beer. That's it's they're unfiltered. But it was but it was wild. Or un- <laughs> unpasteurized, if you will. It was it was the most shit that has just ever been oh, yeah. in a beer. If you give them a swirl. Them, okay. Oh yeah, there it is. There's oh, yeah. there's the glob. It's like it yep. but that's like that's kind of a lot. 
And they're big chunks. I've seen this before, so I'm not surprised. Okay, okay, you're not surprised. No. I, I, I couldn't remember the last time I had something out of a can that just had that much shit floating in it. Well, you got to remember, too, because they're a local brewery. They are. So they're not going to have like a centrifuge like big breweries do where they can really separate. Right. Right, the uh, chunkies. I, I was, I was just kind of. We just kept being. You, I, were, you were taken back. Well, I was drink. I would take sips at the end and be like, fat, fat. Like there was just so much in there. Well, they just got a sample there. You just took a sip. We didn't even clink. Oh, we you didn't even fucking clink. asshole. It's the finale. I'm lost. That was nothing. Clink again. <laughs> They're not All happy. Right. What do you think about that? It's a good beer. It's pretty good, right? It's solid. I wouldn't even call it a wheat beer, hardly though. Why not? It just doesn't have that chewy kind of. Wheat flavor I'm used to. I mean, to. there's shit to chew on in there, but no, there is. But <laughs> um, you know, it just seems like a heavier bodied pale ale or IPA. Kind of, it's it's to me, it's sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah, it it feels like a like a heavier blue moon almost, or like a yeah. you know what I mean. Which Something is like that. also, I think wheat's involved in that, but it, it is. But yeah, that but it's that it's more that end of the spectrum. You know what I mean? I think the amount of hops in there kind of take it out of the echelon of like what yeah. you would call a wheat beer, right? In my opinion. But I like my it. very I, humble opinion. It's good though. I bet this would go good with like a uh, an orange slice in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you would with a, 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 a um, like I said, a fucking which one did I just say? Jesus Blue Christ, moon. Blue Moon or a um, what's the other fucking one? Uh, if we're watching uh, Shark Night, uh, Shock Top. But Shock Top was featured very heavily. Shock Top was the one I was thinking. Was of. it okay? <laughs> I was thinking of Shock Top. But those are, you know, those are good. Like they're light, a little citrusy, but they actually go good with like a slice of orange in them. Yeah. I do like them. And like they're that. both wheat. Those are both wheat beers. Those are both wheat beers. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I like this one. But this is this is courtesy of uh, of Caleb Woodley, our our good friend. Yeah, look at that. It's murky. It's like a glass of orange juice. <laughs> I'm gonna assume a lot of that's the dry hops. Oh, I'm sure. We're I'm sure. To... But I just, I just wanted to, I wanted you to see the chunk. That's good. I like <laughs> the chunk. But they're good. This is a pretty good beer, right? It's great beer. I no, it's really beer. good. Ooh, I can definitely tell. It's definitely the hops. Do you feel that slight burn in the back of your throat? Just a little tiny bit? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's the hot bite. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like we talked about in the last episode, that like that little little extra bit yeah. on the back end. It tasted like that, even though it wasn't really a, a you know a wheat or a hoppy one that much, yeah. but it had that kind of... But say with that said, this is not that bad. Yeah. Some of Toplin Goliath's double IPAs, and we've had the most recent Scorpius Mancellus, whatever it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. that one just burned the fuck yes. out of our throats? Yes, it did. That's hot bite. That's really, really bad. No, this is actually super smooth. It is. Because I'm not getting a lot of it Oh, no, it's, at a, all. it's a tickle. It's nothing to no. throw me off drinking And this I like beer. this, and for, especially for a brewery I'd never heard of. I don't know how long they've been up. Should I do a quick little quick little juggle? We might as well. Jugs it Might as well juke it. Yeah, established in 2017. Uh, Urban Brew Labs is craft brewery. Serving Ravenswood area patrons with locally inspired beer, brewed with the utmost attention to detail. With over 15 years of professional brewing experience, our co-founder and brewer, James, is excited to be producing beers desired by consumers fueled with local inspiration. Having a passion to brew a diverse array of beers using traditional ingredients and processes, our beers are sure to capture the timid beer drinkers while satisfying the most experienced craft brew drinkers. I'd say actually this falls under that goal. Yeah, I feel like because you and I, well, I'd say we're seasoned beer drinkers. We're enjoying it. I feel um, like this isn't going to scare away. Uh, we're salty vets. No, yeah. it's it's uh, tame enough to where yeah. you can you can bring in the new people. I do want to ask them where they've seen these wheat sharks because I want to witness one in the wild. I would love to see a wheat shark in the wild. They're probably yeah. endangered, most likely at this point. Yeah, you don't hear a lot about them. Um, yeah, they got a tap room. I, you know, I'm. I'm kind of bummed I never really knew of these guys. Ravenswood is super close to where I lived in Rogers Park. 
Like, I know exactly this area. I think I used to fucking drive by this brewery. You probably did a show there. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> They are they are a block away from empirical motherfucker. Oh yeah, so maybe you did. Yeah, they're right there. No, yeah, I, I know this exact spot. I know this exactly where this is. Yeah, it's right just south of Foster. Fuck, I drove by this all the time. I know this Sitgo. <laughs> I know exactly where this is. Down the street, there used to be a great Thai and Mexican fusion place. It was the fucking interesting. Place. It sounds or, or not Thai. Sorry, it was Korean. Korean and Mexican. It was called Tacos Coreanos. Sounds fucking awesome. It was fucking amazing. I was say, that sounds so good. It was Korean inspired tacos. And so it would be like Korean style chicken. Or th- they had one that was literally a um um a fried tofu. And then they put the cabbage on it. And they had this they had this sauce that was fucking wild. But mm. they ended up closing. They ended up closing because the the landlord wanted too much for rent. And so they had to shut down. It was my it was my favorite place to eat in Chicago. Isn't that always how shit goes though? It does. It does, man. You think you find that hidden gem and then yep. it's gone. It was so good, but well good. I'm glad I'm glad you liked this. Because I enjoyed it. We, I'm enjoying it, yeah. No. Because yeah, Caleb gave it to me and I was kind of It's a nice little wheat beer and it's uh it is. I like the hops on it. I like the double you don't see double dry hopped wheat beers. Yeah. Out in the wild really much. No. Are they why not out in the wild? Are they usually just in in breweries? Or? I just wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> you had nothing to back it up with. Nothing. <laughs> no, it's just that it's not something you typically dry hop as wheat beer. So, all right, fair enough, fair enough. I, I see you. <laughs> you thought you could just skirt some beer knowledge past me, and I wouldn't ask a question. I see what's happening. Yeah, I tried. I like this. I like, and honestly. After some Oktoberfest, this is like refreshing. Actually, it's nice. This is a nice little pick me up. Yeah. I think for especially for what we're about to do here, which is try to make sense of the last month. It's uh, it's, yeah. it's 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 been a hell of a season. It's been it's been quite the journey through this Sharktoberfest. We've had our ups, we've had our downs. Um, we've had our well, I was gonna say we had our good movies, but we didn't. We didn't, uh, except for the first one, which we. <laughs> We don't doesn't we count threw out immediately. Yeah, so let's let's let, here let's dig into that the rules of how this works, and then we'll get into like the section, like the main crux of it all. So of our movies, of our episodes we've done. So here's our movies. I'm just gonna list them off. We did. I feel like my chair's really. Oh, it's because I'm on my fucking mic stand. That's that why I would make. I sense. kept hearing like. I know heard too, and I was like, "What is going on?" But it's because my chair was on my mic stand. There you go. So the movies we did, we did Jaws, Bait. 47 meters down. Sharkensaw, Women's Prison Massacre. Shark Tale. Shark Night. 3D! From the Depths. Tremors 2. Toxic Shark. Shark Lake. And The Suicide Squad. Couple of caveats. Jaws does not get to count. Neither does the beer for that first episode, which was Shell's Oktoberfest, which was our favorite from last year. Yes. Both they, too good. Both too good and... and they both have their their Hall of Fame spots. They yep. don't they don't get to compete. They're on the wall this now. year. Yeah, yeah. Especially like shells. Shells would win again. I think honestly. Yeah, there's a good chance. If we had, to, I've, I've had it twice now this year. So have I. I, I just had it the other day. Yeah. I just polished off a sixer. So it's yeah. Shells. Shells is kind of a Hall of Fame pick for us. So it's like eh, they they don't really get to compete again. I think we are also excluding Tremors two. That was our Rogue episode. Yes. Um, what about the Suicide Squad? I think it 
counts. It just for okay. me didn't really register in any of the categories. See, it didn't hit any category, so I think that's fine. Not even to worry about. I'm not really worried it. about it. Okay. Yeah, so I think it counts. I just, I to me, it just didn't really register. Here's one from the Rogue episode. Are we counting the Oktoberfest wine? Are we putting that into running for anything? We can, but it probably won't. Yeah. But I, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it matters. I, I think we can give it its own little nod because it was a good. We little, should. It we was should. a good wine, especially. I've never had an Oktoberfest wine before. Oh, I've never heard of it. So, so we can give it a little hat tip, but it's probably not going to come into any conversation it'll really. get an honorable mention yeah as being a wine that said Oktoberfest. yeah yeah but tremors 2 doesn't get to count i'm not really sure how that would affect my rankings again at all. i don't think it would mess with mine either. probably not too much either but i think we'll just best to leave it leave it out because it's its own thing and it wouldn't fit into some of the categories because a lot of our categories no. are shark based so um so that's kind of the rules we're going into but so we got those movies and then we'll dig into the beers too I have those. Um, so I think the next thing we're going to do is we're going to take a short little break like we normally do. But instead of talking about a movie, we'll start our awards ceremony. Here we are. Peaches and beans, my specialty. I used to be a chef in New York, you know? So a shark in the window. Today, Mother Nature saw us all as soon as down here. Uh, shark week, loser. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first annual Sharktoberfest Awards. Because we've done Sharktoberfest. We didn't do awards, though, last we time. We did not. We just did kind of the basic we just tiers. Kind of, we kind of just broke it down. Now, first thing we need to decide, though, before we even get into the awards, Dustin, and I need help deciding this, what is the what is the, the fun name of the Sharktoberfest Awards? I have three possibilities. Is it the Sharkies, the Tobies, or the Festies? Ooh, I'm leaning towards Toby's, and I don't know why, because it sounds like a guy's name. It kind of sounds like the Tony's. <laughs> that, yeah, okay. So I kind of like the Toby's. The Sharkies, I don't hate either. No, I like the Toby's, because then it also kind of makes me go back to the office, to just thinking of Toby. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, everybody. Welcome to the first annual Toby's. <laughs> We uh, have a few categories of, of awards we need to give out, both about the movies and about the beers. So which one do we want to start with here? Where's a, where's a good place to start? Should we start with the beers? I think it's I think that's, that's kind good, of its own by itself category. I think that's a great place to start, get, get the discussion flowing a little bit. Okay, and we're going to kind of just do our own, right? Our own picks and discuss? Or are we going to like debate until we decide the top three? Let's, let's each have our top three. And then we can kind of go from there. So let's go, let's each say our number three pick, and then we'll go two and then one. How's that sound? Yes. And we can kind of kind of figure out where we're at. So why don't you start? What is your number three pick? I chose for my number three, three fluids, because I'm lazy and it has three in the name. <laughs> no, because I really did like that beer. I am on point with you. My third pick is three fluids, the Munster Fest. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was... Uh, it was both a good Oktoberfest while completely twisting Oktoberfest. It didn't really taste like an Oktoberfest, but did? If that yeah. makes sense. No, they they did pretty good. My second choice is actually a little further off. Oh, okay. Of the norm. Yeah. But I just really enjoyed the craftsmanship of Three Floyds. Okay. Okay. It's it just very well made. Okay, so we're both in the same point. Of, uh, yeah, I really liked that beer. It was really refreshing. Had yeah. a lot of good flavor to it. I really and liked that. You know what? Oh, marks for the artwork as yes, well. Yes, I was just you beat me to it. Okay. You, read, you read my fucking mind, my friend. 
I this one gets a little special uh, commendation for I think best artwork for beer. Hands that, down, we that, didn't do that category, but we should have. That actually should have been a category. So let's go ahead and just create that category and then award it. Yeah. <laughs> To, done and done. To Munster Fest from Three Floyds because the, the when that metallic design on the bottles. Yeah, the labels look great. The labels looked great. Uh, the the artwork on the side of the, of the monsters fighting over the city. And they just such had a like great. just the, like the box was fun. The word yeah. you know the the wording they put on things. Yep. Hands down, I, best packaging. I I really like that packaging. Yes. I would agree with that. Okay, your number two pick. Um, I'm going with Surly. You're going with Surly. Yes. That's a good one. Um, this I'm throwing maybe a little bit of a curveball at you. My number two pick is the Oktoberfest from Galena Brewing. That one was really good. I, I enjoyed it. I love the Surly. Like Surly is my four. Like Okay. It, it was like, I had to I was literally between Surly and Three Floyds. I just had to give it three Floyds because that one just did leave a mark on me and I liked it so much. The Galena one, I don't know why. I just liked it. It's just simple. It was straightforward. It was it was just tasty. I it was to, it, it was to the point. I liked it. Came with a big fucking growler. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't know, but yeah, it and just, maybe if I would have been there with you to enjoy the ambiance maybe. of the brewery, maybe that would have swayed me. And I and I do know that I may also be being swayed by the vacation in which I bought it on. But yeah, like, you said I, you really enjoyed the tap house. I did. I enjoyed the it. Staff was great. Yep. But I also I just I genuinely like just like when I'm thinking when I just had to like think I'm like what are the beers I just remember off the top of my head? It's one of them. It's up there. Yeah. In like the ones I really remember. So that would be and my. And that's how you should choose. Yeah. So that's my number two pick. Is yes, it was a hard choice because the Surly one is good, and I wanted to put it in my list, but it was just like it got kind of edged out. It's it is off beat of what Oktoberfests are though, and we talked about that. It's very unique. The Surly one because it's so crushable. Yeah, that's the thing. It's I think almost like I think that's why they put it in twelve packs because they're just like yes, I agree. <laughs> you can drink a lot of these. It's I, so good. I also think it's why it didn't leave as much of a mark on me because it was just so slammable. Right. Where it's like, I felt like I, I got just more of like a tasting out of the Galena one. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. So that's my number two pick. And then your number one pick, I is, guarantee it's uh, mine too. Yes. So uh, It's Full Acre Brewing. Full Acre, yeah. Uh, no, full Acre. Acre they, 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 they went the Full Acre. They went a Full Acre on this one. Yeah. yeah. Lager Town from Half Acre. Fuck it. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. The best beer of, of this Sharktoberfest. It was, it was just so on the fucking money. I would I would love to put it up next to shells just yeah. to see because I don't know that would be something yeah that would be something again I, we half acre that's in Chicago I don't know if they sell outside of Chicago but they don't they no, I don't, don't th- make I think it we here. read on there that they are I think they might solely be, in Chicago they might be solely out of Chicago so or no I, no I've bought in Daisy Cutter you've bought in Daisy Cutter uh, not in Chicago yeah people use boughten I don't think boughten's a word is it not I don't think so I have purchased Daisy Cutter. <laughs> Outside of Chicago, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I'm sure they sell it in like surrounding areas. It may be available in Illinois. I'm not and sure if that outside, could be. I'm not sure. Yeah. I really only drank a lot of Half Acre in in Chicago because it was everywhere, you know. Um, but yeah, no, that would be that would be a good head to head to see. But I, I mean, honestly, just from that tasting, and it was just two tall boys. You know, it's what we had. Um, like to me, that's ready to go in like kind of Hall of Fame tastings on the no, show it's the clear winner and it's going to stay on the wall for absolutely sure. it was it, the it was the the second we had it we were both after i think after that recording i think we were the like, first drink we just looked at each other we're, we're like, like this is the one this is the one it was it was classic oktoberfest um it was just 
I don't. It was just brewed like perfect. Just perfect. The, perfect. the layers of flavor. Yeah, perfect body, perfect flavor. Yeah, because yeah. you you kind of got a different wave of flavor. You got yeah, because little... I remember we noticed that the hops up front were just something we hadn't even really tasted. Yeah, yet. yeah, and then you got that and really then the good maltiness, maltiness, and then it just the biscuit flavor just stuck right. on the tongue. Yeah, yep. yeah, that one. It's I'm craving it. I like the shark wheat, but I wish this was a a, a half acre. Absolutely, it obviously left a very lasting effect on both yes. of us because we're now swooning over it. So yeah. That's and that's what we did with shells last year. So we you did know too, that's yes. the, yep, that's when we you were know just it's like, the winner. My, just mercy, this is the <laughs> clear winner. <laughs> like, yeah. Um so yeah, okay. I w- I would say so for sure. Well then buy our combined rankings. What's up? That last drink was real chunky. Told you a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> that's why I specifically was like, oh. let's put these in glasses just to see what's going on. Oh, there, I just got a big old I am chewing on it. That's what I mean. It's a, the <laughs> that was why. That's like the the one kind of drawback to this. It's like extra chunky. But uh, what do you got in there, bud? I'm thinking it's mainly hot matter. But I'm I don't know, I'm seeing other things. What are you seeing? Maybe a little bit of grain, which is not good. I don't know. I know. Um, There's just a lot of shit in this beer. Lots, yeah, lots of stuff floating around. Um, Listen, Urban Brew, just maybe filter a little bit. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You, you make a good brew. We're enjoying the brew. Yes. We just don't need a snack. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's. But so I'd say if you combine our rankings, though, then you got Half Acre 1 and then Three Floyds is 2. Yeah. Would yeah. probably be. Because then is is Galena anywhere near? Like, is that your 4 or is that further down? It's it's up there, but I also really enjoyed Pulpit Rock. That's true. Too. You enjoyed that, too. So, tough okay but so so i'd say i'd say between the two of us though our 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 takeaways are definitely half acre number one three floyds is something special too yeah we like that one um okay so now let's go the other end and this is kind of tougher what is your worst beer and we're not going to do three we're just going to pick our worst beer this is a little harder because we didn't really have any stinkers this year no no and i would say not a stinker. Yeah, but I think we both agreed that we did not enjoy the left hand very much. That is my pick. Okay, for my worst too. Yeah, it it wasn't bad. It just didn't leave a mark. No, I, I remember it just being like a yeah, very run of the mill. Yeah, but not in a good way. Not in a good way. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't have the the by the numbers Oktoberfesty stuff. It was just kind of a by the numbers beer. beer. Yes. Yeah, and I I like left hand. I like some of the stuff they make. But I do too. Was, they do great beers, but. They kind of missed the mark on this it, one. It was my choice for okay. for worst beer. Yeah, there's a reason we do this yep, podcast, right? See, yep. But I had that written down there too because I was I'm like all these other ones I remember tasting. I don't really even remember sampling that one. Kind yeah. Of. I kind of forgot. And it I kind of remember list. when we did drink it. We kind of were. It was kind of it was meh. a meh. It was a meh. Yeah. You know, again, not a stinker. I it's a I think it's a, a fine beer. If you pick it up, I think you'll you know you won't no, hate we, it. We had beers. In the previous one that we yes. really did not well, enjoy. We've talked shit about one of them for a whole year. We really did too. We couldn't <laughs> let it go. Like, so, but so this year I think we actually had a, an okay little lineup. Um, we do have a few caveats because, like I said, shells isn't allowed. We're not really counting the wine. We also have those two German beers that, and I don't want up on. <laughs> I don't want to count them either because they were imported from Germany. That's not a fair representation of True, those but, beers. But also, yeah, they also. Don't really stack up to some of the other ones, in my opinion. But they also, really aren't, but aren't the worst either. Like, no, still they were fu- they were fine. Yeah, I, I liked the the dark lager. 
from the uh, Dunkel, yeah, from Hopper House, yeah, the Dunkel. I like that. And then the, the HB Liney's collaboration was all right. It was fine. We just kind of decided it was just a, a beer. It was just a beer. It was a beer ass beer. Yeah, to to put it in Caleb's words, there you go, a beer ass beer. <laughs> um, so that's our beer categories. Now, what category do we want to go? Do we want to just head for movie prize, or do we want to build up to that? Let's build up to that. Build up to that. Okay. So what do we want to start with first? Should we go with best and worst shark? Yes. Okay. It was a shark. So now this this is now we're getting into our best or our favorite shark, I guess maybe, or favorite interpretation of shark and worst version of shark. Our, our metric for deciding this, we each have our own choices that we're going to hash out a little bit. To me, it comes down to execution. You know, uh, uh, if there's a coolness factor. Yeah. You know? Anything like that, or just something that that caught my eye, good or bad, depending on if it's best or worst. So let's let's start with that. What is your pick for best shark? I decided for best to go yep. with forty seven meters down because of the scene that turned bad, but it was cool when they lit the flare <laughs> and they got caught. That. But at least those sharks looked like sharks. I would say probably forty seven meters down has the best looking sharks. I'd I'd say hands down probably the the best looking sure. of the sharks. So what metric did you uh, lay on this? I a combination of what looked good but also what stuck in my head. Um, so mine's kind of a curveball. I feel like it's from the depth. <laughs> it is from the hallway shark from the depths. <laughs> You're not wrong because that shark didn't look terrible. The shark didn't look bad, and it's just floating in a dang hallway. <laughs> it's it's fun, <laughs> and it looked it did look good and. It mostly does nothing. It just floats in the hallway. I I don't know. I kind of loved Hallway Shark. It's stupid, but it it looked better than it should have. Yes, because we saw many, many, many terrible sharks. Many bad sharks. That's the thing. There's a lot of runners for worse shark this yeah. season. Uh, but Hallway, yeah, I was kind of torn. It's like 47 meters down, they look good. Um, and what, what's rough, too, is like some of the movies have okay-looking ones and then really bad-looking ones. Like Shark Knight is one, like, their animatronic sharks look good. Their CG sharks look like shit, except for one. One CG shark looks great. Yeah. That big fucking great white. The rest of them look kind of weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, like, they have some animatronic sharks that look pretty cool. You know, they're big, you know, because nothing beats a big, dumb rubber shark. You know, <laughs> like, It doesn't really, because it, it, in the water, it looks good. That's it, because yeah, it's, it's just wet and it's latex and yeah. it looks. And it whatever, works. It sharks, looks, sharks look like big fucking rubber toys. They do. They teeth. do. Like they look. We've dead. been fooled before. Yeah. Um, on, on like real footage versus yeah. like fake. Foot. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, I like that. But hallway shark was my pick for for my favorite. Listen, I like it. I my do favorite like shark. Um, I like that. Worst shark. What do you th- what do you pick as your worst shark? I went with toxic shark. Yeah, I I have kind of a tie here. Between Toxic Shark and Shark Lake. I'm going with with Toxic Shark. Shark Lake, just because like when the shark showed up, it was lame and pointless. It was it was a very ineffective shark. Yeah, because to have a movie named Shark Lake. Yeah. And then to really not have it play in very heavily in the plot, other yeah. than just to kill random people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I can agree with the, the reasoning behind that. But it also like you never really even got like a great look at it. So I kind of I kind of decide to not use it. No, and not even in a good mysterious way. Yeah. Yeah. Just literally like, oh, we just we can't do anything to show it. Yeah. <laughs> Toxic shark, though. Yeah. Is a, is a special piece of shit. It's a. <laughs> It, yeah, it looks that's, it looks horrible. That's it's that's just like not giving a, a flying fuck about your movie. Yeah. Is it possible that that shark or whatever grazed her leg and maybe it had some kind of poison or, or toxins that got into her bloodstream? So wait, what? It's like a toxic shark, Eden? 
Maybe. I don't know. It sure looked toxic to me. It looks terrible. Like Just CG. Looks really bad. The the toxic spouting out of its weird thing on the top this is the pointless. It's got, it's got dumb, pointless powers. They show, I think, some shots of it from above swimming. If that's this movie, I can't remember correctly. But I feel like it barely had any articulation in the animation. No, I think it's just kind of floating through water. It just kind of hovers as if it's flying. Like it's gliding through the air almost, but just through the water. Um, Yeah, it sucks. All, you know, it just, we never get a good look of it killing anything. You know what I mean? Um, Which was also a problem in in Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. But also, like, those sharks looked better than they should have again. Yes. Still not good. Their very first shark looked way better than it ever should have. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And especially way better than Toxic Shark looked. They also got, you know, they got these undulating little spines on them. It's a whole new shark. You know what I mean? So it's Toxic Shark, but way worse execution. There's a little bit of effort in in Shark and Saw. Which is a weird sentence to say. It's a stretch, but... Um, so now let's go on to uh, best and worst kill. I think we should move on to. Okay. What happened? I don't know, but she's dead. Looks like she fell into a wood chipper. So, what is your pick for best or your favorite kill? I think we may agree on this one. Okay, I'm, I think I'm it's excited. the Skidoo kill from Shark Night 3D. That is not my favorite kill. Oh, okay. the kill where, where the shark grabs the guy by the head? Yeah. That is not my pick for it. Right. We'll t- talk a little about it, though. What, why is that your favorite pick? I think, I don't know. I, well, actually, I'm, I'm now that I'm thinking this through, yeah. I'm almost switching it to the cookie cutter shark. Oh, okay. Because I still, actually kind of like, how, I like the creativity of that one. I appreciate that. So I'm that. actually going to switch to that one. Because I forgot about it until mm-hmm. I started thinking about that movie. I, I think Shark Night 2, we can give a special commendation for for just variety of shark. Yeah. Everyone else sticks with one type of shark, one thing. Shark Night, I give it credit for having like, so like I'm, five different sharks in it. Purely creative, I'm going with that one. Okay. Because it's very unique. Okay. My favorite kill is from Bait, and it's the guy hanging from the the vent oh yeah 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 after the little crabs run over him and knock him down and the shark jumps up and eats his bottom half um it was very silly it stuck in my head it was dumb that that crabs coming it, it it was it was the schlock i like i was hoping that movie had more of it but that that moment is is some great shining schlocky bullshit that i really enjoyed so that is that is my pick for favorite it was also you know it's it's uh, it was it was violent like it was some real violence to it too. Oh yeah, it ripped him right in half. Especially after this, you know, a lot of these movies just had implied violence. This one, like, we got to see a half body. Yes, and <laughs> you know, the, the crabs were a very nice touch. Yes, yeah. In in the fact that they were very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that I'm picking as as my favorite kill right. for this version of Sharktoberfest. All right. is, I like is, it. Is guy I I wrote vent guy. Vent guy, very good. <laughs> Now, worst kill. What would you say is your worst kill? I'm going to go back to Toxic Shark and say Girl on Horse. Ooh, I forgot about Girl on Horse. Girl on Horse. That is that is a good one. Because not only is it shot terribly, it defies all laws of <laughs> physics. <laughs> this is true. My pick was you could possibly sway me to Girl on Horse or something from Toxic Shark in general. My pick was Kate from 47 Meters Down. That one's the most bullshit one. It's the most bullshit, but like the, the shark just hits her, and then we're tricked into thinking she's alive, and then yeah. she's not alive. We like, don't see her death. Actually, it's it's, it's both a, a lame 
kill in the way it's executed and then also we never get to actually like have the weight of it at all you know yeah at least girl on horse you know i was really invested in like who the fuck are you (laughs) who are you what are you doing here the mystery surrounding girl on horse yeah yes yeah it it, it was enough to keep me intrigued like who who is girl on horse why is girl on horse (laughs) what girl on horse do i had so many questions with with Kate from 47 meters down, it was this whole thing of just like, wait, so she's dead? Oh, she's not dead. Oh, she is dead. And fuck you, movie. It was, it was part yeah. of that movie's frustration was specifically like her death. Oh, it was in that movie. Very annoying. So so that's what I had as okay. my my, no, my least favorite or worst kill. I like that. In Sharktoberfest. You're, you're getting a little more high concept than I am. Well, thank you. I, I think you were saying that, especially after I chose Vent Guy. From <laughs> <laughs> thank you for saying I'm being high concept. Yeah, I'm being I'm being real intellectual right now with my choices. Well, I, you're putting a little more thought than yeah. I am. Anyway, I love hallway shark. I'm smart. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get into this best and worst character. Thank you. My name is Aaron. Which is hard because a lot of these movies barely have characters. Where do we want to start? Best or worst? Uh, you pick. You pick. Which one do you want to do first? All right, I'll go with best. Okay. This is kind of a weird one. Yep. But I'm going to say it's the girlfriend from the depths. I think Roberta was her name. Oh, okay. she's just a sweetheart. She's 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 a little too uh, codependent. She's a little too uh, too too into trauma, you know, and, and caring for someone, you know. That's but I fair. get it. But she is just there just trying to be a good person. Right. You know, who we find out doesn't exist. <laughs> um, my best character... Sykes from Shark Tale, the Martin Scorsese blowfish. He's the best, right? Them. Am I right or am I wrong? Sykes. Yeah. Am I right? It's all been to, right? prepa- to prepare them. Sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. This one, this one is saved by performance. I'll tell you this. We truly loved Scorsese's voice acting Scorsese was actually fish. fantastic in that fuck. I love Scorsese fish. Because we lost it just saying just the words the Scorsese idea. fish. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but I, he he was the standout from that movie for me. No, the back and forth between him and Bobby De Niro were, yep. yeah, yeah. When De Niro Shark and Scorsese Fish are really going at it, you know, and they're talking about how they're going to handle Will Fish. It's it, see, a that's a good of, one. That's a good one. Stuff. I like that. So I and that one that one's saved by performance a lot. We we originally had a performance category, but we cut it out because we're like, well, how do you even quantify? <laughs> We we only have so much time. We only have so much we can do here. Uh, but so that one's that one's kind of saved by by uh, performance more than actual character. But I never got tired of hearing that character talk. So that's that's why I kind of chose it. I never I got, get it. No, no. I never got tired of Sykes. Scenes with him were fun. They they shined. They were a little yes. more energy. They were a little more uh, chaotic. A little bit just because Scorsese talks so fast and he gets so flustered. And, uh, he got so much to say, and that was that was it's, fun. It's also. Just seeing the acting from someone you just you look at as such a great director, right? You don't really expect to no like, to get I, this great voice acting. Well, and I know he's a good actor because like he's done stuff in his own movies. Like he's in a scene in Taxi Driver that's a good scene and stuff like that. Like he 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 is a, he's great in um, Quiz Show, the Robert Redford movie. He's a character in that. Scorsese's a good actor. He just rarely does it. And so, I mean, that's the thing. Maybe you forget how good he is. and then Yes, that's to, what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And especially in a movie like this where he could have not had fun with it and he chose to have fun yes, with it. Yes, this would be something where you could phone in pretty Absolutely. easily. Absolutely. That's why I was surprised, too. Like, De Niro's voice work wasn't phoned in either. But I think it's 
part of because he got to record with Scorsese. Yes, the, the chemistry two of them, between them. Yeah, that helps a lot. Because have you ever seen videos of them like hanging out and talking? Like they just they they're I mean they've known each other since they were like fucking seventeen or whatever. Like they're they're old friends. Well, yeah. So you throw two best friends in a recording booth. Exactly. You're gonna you're, get some some gold. Yeah. Listen to this shit. Right. Come on. <laughs> All Logan, right. it's like I've listen. I've known you since high school. Right, listen, we've been good friends for seventeen <laughs> years. <laughs> what movie was that even from? That we were, <laughs> where they just do the exposition. Was that from the depths? I think it was from the depths. It was from the depths of just like, hey, yes. sis. Because, yeah, the, it yeah, was yeah, that. Is that stuff? That kind of shit. Of just, of just. Yeah. That's a fun game we found, by the way. Uh, that's a. We're gonna give you that as a gift. A fun game for <laughs> between you and yeah, a friend. Please text your friends. Just always, just always precede it with listing your relationship. Just be like, "Listen, man, I know we've been friends since high school, but I just got to say, do you want to go see this movie with me? Like, it's that, it's that kind of shit. It's it's very fun to do it. We've had a good fun <laughs> just texting each other that shit. Especially when you try to one up one another, because that's yeah. when it gets real fun. That's when it gets real fun. You have to one up and then also uh, one down in a way, because then also has to be like, listen, I well, know yes. we blah blah blah. You the relationship the big... has to go higher, but <laughs> the the context of the text has to go lower. Yeah, because yeah, I think the one I did was just like, listen, I know we met in Tom Townsend's art class, but uh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, worst character, worst character. Now, what would you pick? You know who I'm picking? Who are you picking? Will Fish. You're picking Will Fish. That okay. dude is a real piece of shit. He's a lion sack of crap. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yes. You lie to me, Oscar. No. Me. Don't take it personally. Come on. I lied to everybody. That is that's a that's a good choice. And I'm going off a of character alone. Like just yeah, his yeah, yeah, arc yeah. is terrible. There's mm. no redeeming quality to this character. Yeah, he gets away with lying. He that's just gets away point. with everything. That's a good point. Yeah. No, I I I mean I I agree with that to an extent. Um, I picked for my. This was kind of a tough one for me for worst character because there's so <laughs> so many yeah. to choose from. Um, I could be coerced away from this one, but I settled on Lisa from Forty Seven Meters Down, Mandy Moore's character, because you know what? Yeah, because I as feel a, like as a character, as a character, she does nothing. No, except just panic and make her sister do the work. And then even even when we get the when she finally decides to like pick herself up and do something that's a hallucination yeah there's no arc to this character no she does nothing and her whole motivation is because of some dude which leave the steward out of it leave the steward out of it yes yeah it's 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 yeah she she felt the lamest and there's some lame fucking characters in these movies <laughs> listen it's rough but yeah no I, I i see where you're going with that and i like that and, and i guess also here's the thing too is i some of the other characters sucked but like i hated them just as people I didn't hate Lisa. I was just like, ah, just be, just be a better character. That's what you know. I didn't feel that for some of the other ones. Some of like in the schlockier movies where they were just like, oh, you're a nothing character. I'm like, ah, fuck this guy. Yeah, that's at least no. A f- you want more. Yeah, from that's her, that's but- at least a feeling. With yeah. Lisa, I was just like, I'm like, ah, just be a better. Like you could be a better character, and you're just not. I think it's man. That's part of it. Is that she had the most potential to be a good character. Yeah, and failed miserably at being a good character. You know what I mean? Yes. All these other ones had no chance. No, it was never going to change. No. Her though, she. I, I guess I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> to put it in, a, in real mom terms, yes. is how I'm feeling. Okay, so now this this is kind of a headier uh, category now. Now we're not so much in best and worst anymore. These are just now worsts, I believe. Uh, worst ADR. We've talked a lot about ADR this month. I think the most we've ever talked about probably any concept, just because there was so much of it. 
ADR, well, I'll recover briefly, stands for additional dialogue recording. That's where the actors re-record lines of dialogue they said when they filmed it. But you got to get a fresh take of it, whether it's because, oh, we were filming outside and so we didn't have clean audio, so you have to go in. A lot of movies do it. Well done movies, you don't notice it because it's done so fucking well. For example, Lord of the Rings... Yeah, they did ADR for all of it. Not saying oh, they so used much. it for all of it, but they used they they recorded oh. it just to have that audio. Most big movies have a lot of ADR. We have the actors come in, but it's like you have really really fucking good actors. You have really really good sound technicians. Really really good sound mixers. Yeah, so they're able to work it in in a very natural yeah. way. Yeah, the times I only notice in like big movies is usually comedies where it's like oh the camera's facing somewhere else, and then suddenly it's like. A version of Seth Rogen's voice you haven't yeah. heard yet is like, how about this? And you're like, that doesn't sound the no. same as you, you just sounded. You thought of a line later. Yeah, yeah, that's you just decided. You guys were in the studio just improving at lines to add in, you know. Uh, but like big action movies, like if you look at an Avengers movie, there's gonna be so much fucking ADR in there, but you will not know. So much, especially action scenes and all that shit. Like, well, yeah, because you can't record an actor running and speaking in a normal tone. You know, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Yeah, so but they like, make it seem natural anyway. So movies do it well, but like this too was the most egregious lineup of films of just fucking ADR nightmares Almost nonstop. So I think I know what your least favorite is. Yeah, and I think it's Forty Seven Meters Down. It is not Forty Seven Meters really? Down. Really? Okay. So my my pick was actually yeah. Toxic Shark. That was some bad ADR. Okay. Because it was all them recorded in a garage, so you could just hear it wasn't the same environment. No. What do you got? My worst ADR is that criminal from Bait. The guy who talked like this. You did not like him. Well, he sounds like he's in a different world entirely. It's curious. Curious about what? A shark's only curious about one thing. It's trying to decide if we're food or not. So let's talk about why do you think they made that choice? Did the actor just not do a great job delivering his lines? I, I honestly think it came down to he did a really shitty job in the ADR performance, is, is okay. my guessing. Is they, they, because do, especially a voice like that, which it's gruff and something, like it's hard to project without straining your voice, right? Yeah. So maybe he was trying too hard. Well, I think trying too hard. And I think also to, I think they had to boost it to make it be hearable over the water sound and everything else that's happening. So to have it, you know, like the, one of the most egregious ones where he's just like, uh, um, a shark's got one thing on its mind. It's trying to figure out whether we're food or not. And it's like, <laughs> he, he's so over-enunciating and, and the audio is so clearly boosted. It, it just sounds otherworldly. And that that movie has a lot of ADR too, but the rest of them are at least trying to talk like normal humans. Yeah. And he's he's talking like this this fucking James Cart- Bond cartoon, villain or yeah. whatever. Yeah, this 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 horrible, ridiculous cartoon villain. And it just it was baffling. Every time I heard him like, how how did that get, how is that the final mix? How is that where you're like, yeah, yeah, he can sound this way and it's not fucking absurd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree, because all of his lines were so far over the top. Yeah. Toxic Shark's a good pick though, because Toxic Shark did have like very clearly everyone's ADR was recorded yeah. in a day in but, a but production with, office. With that movie though, it's expected. There's no shock mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? So right, I'm actually yeah. gonna take that off. Oh, okay. Because that I'm gonna almost say 47 meters down. I because I, I get that choice. That one though, I I didn't feel like it was bad ADR, but it was just really obvious. Really obvious. And also, like, the two characters sounded the same, so you never knew who the fuck was talking. Yeah. And you're not even getting to see them talk, so you can't have that visual representation. 
Um, but no, for me, it's that that guy from Bait. <laughs> you did. Like, I, I do remember down. when we watched he, that. He drove me fucking nuts. He, yeah, he got to you. Um, okay, now this is a category I know neither of us had choices for winners yet, and we were going to hash it out here. Should we get into it? Yeah. Worst cop. Yes, I just have debate because we need to talk about this. There we go. Nice. Right. Nice. Sheriff still got it. <laughs> this lineup had a lot of these movies had cops in them. I was surprised when we broke it down. I was like, there are I know. an insane amount of cops. Because we these. got, I mean, I know we're, we're not including Jaws, but also right there. That, boom. There's one there too. Yeah, yeah, Brody. But so we got a cop in Bait. Yes. We got a couple cops in Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. Shark Knight 3D, we got cop. We've got cop in Shark Lake. We have a couple cops in Shark Lakes. Yep. Um, toxic Shark. No, there's no cops in Toxic nope. Shark. Nope. Um,. I mean, there's cops in a way in Suicide Squad. We won't deal with that. Um, so I think I think those those four really, Bait, Shark and Saw, Shark Knight, um, Shark Lake. That's our real crop of bad cops. Let's yeah. let's go through the picks from okay. them. So Bait, we've got ineffective cop who fails to stop a robbery and then gets something through his fucking leg. Yes. And then, and then it's kind of worthless. Just kind of laying of around. Movie. He decides to. Well, he he constantly wants to try to like sacrifice himself, and everyone's like, "No, just sit down. Yeah, <laughs> just stop." <laughs> um, Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. We got Tracy Lords and her partner, um, who who barely seem to be in the movie. Yeah, or know what they're supposed to be doing as cops. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to be confused in their job. They're just they're just driving around, stumbling into not even plots, just uh, anecdotes. Yeah, probably more. Um, we maybe could count the prison guards, but that's technically not. Please yeah, I was thinking that too, but I don't in a way. But yeah. I'd say we we were not. I gonna, don't. Yeah, I think we exclude. I think them. we can't. So it's going to be Tracy Lords and, and her partner uh, for that one. Um, Shark Knight 3D. We got Donald Logue as Cool Cop, aka Evil Cop. <laughs> You know, and yeah, his, he he flips on a dime. I mean, he's behind the plot. First, he's like crushing beers and being like, "Listen, I'm a cool cop." And then later, he's like, "I gotta make snuff films because of Shark Week." <laughs> I think he's too obvious as bad cop. I almost want to not pick him. He, he wouldn't be my pick for worst cop okay. just because I feel like Donald Logue's at least trying to have fun with it. It's still not a great Donald Logue performance, as much as I like him as an actor. Yeah. Um. At least that character made me go, "What." <laughs> Like I had, I was interested it in did that character. Something, yeah. So I, I wouldn't count him, but he definitely he stands out as just a character overall of this list. Cool cop slash evil cop played by Donald Logue is is kind of a standout character. Yeah. I'd say from this round slash of Shark Cover main motivation Shark Week. So yeah, interesting character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hang on to him. Okay, we'll hang. We'll we'll kind of put him uh, on his own. Uh, Shark Lake. You have uh, Hernandez, yeah, and the the sheriff there. They're just inept cops, and they're they're because you know the chief thinks it's a bear. Hernandez is like, I'm gonna pin this on Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> yeah. and then they kind of just don't do, do any of those anything things at all, yeah. Um, so it's it's definitely between Shark Lake cops and Shark and Saw and Shark cops. and Saw cops. I think I, I mean, probably got to go with Shark and Saw. That's cops. where my head was going because they just don't do anything because shark lake cops are in the movie at least <laughs> yeah shark and sock cops they're just driving around elsewhere and are complaining about coke bottles and and all sorts of dumb shit they truly have nothing to do with the movie yeah what is that evidence no but don't you just love it 
It's a vintage Coca-Cola bottle. Solid glass. Not like this plastic and cans we have today. So I would say worst cop is Tracy Lords and friend. <laughs> 100%. Our worst cops. Okay. Yeah. No, I, right. I, I yeah, couldn't agree more. So now this, this I think, is going to be a tough category here because we, we haven't even discussed what the uh, what the nominees would be. And this is a pretty blanket category, so a lot could fit into this. This is going to be a heavy debate right here. Most bonkers moment. This this was formed. We had other categories in mind, and this kind of became just the, the, the stew for all of them, all of the things we kind of wanted to... Should, to we, put out there. should we try to come up with the top three and then debate? I'm into that. I'm into that. Okay. Okay. I think we both have one. Yes. Go ahead and you can introduce it. It is the shark armor <laughs> from bait. Sharmer. Sharmer. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. The the grocery store armor in bait. And it's not even that. It's the also the breathing apparatus that they just decide the on. Tube and well, and also the reveal of it. Because they're just like, well, we got to do something. And then it just cuts to him getting baskets put on him. And I I was like, wait, what? I thought I missed something huge. I didn't. The movie's just like, we're doing this now. <laughs> so, yeah. I would say I'd say armor, shark armor, and bait is definitely one of them. Um, here's one I have that I'd like to introduce for, for nominees. Peaches and Beans from Shark and Sun Women's Prison. I didn't even think Massacre. of that. Yeah. Here we are. Peaches and Beans, my specialty. Breakfast is served. AKA or should we call it pears and hormel chili? Hormel chili, yeah. I think that's <laughs> that was a truly that was a rewindable what the fuck moment going on, and and then uh, Jess made us eat it. So that I would say that is a nominee. Yeah. So if if we can wait to see how how we how we feel, another one I'll throw this one out. Another one I have. You know, here this one is also from Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre, but the uh, woo. That's on my list, that bro. On your list yeah, of, I wrote that one down. All right, if it's on both of our lists, then yeah. it probably goes on. Uh, the yeah, the woo shooting okay. moment. Yes, baffling, and then she falls out of the boat, and we don't even get to see her die. It's implied that a shark ate her. It, that. That it's it's a I don't know. The the whole sequence leaves you baffled. It's a perfectly baffling moment in cinema history. So here, let's go with these top three. Then we'll go. We'll just go. We'll go. Armor from bait, peaches and beans, and woo! <laughs> let's do this. Kind of a tough category. This is a tough category. It really is of most bonkers moment because the armor is just buck wild. The, the armor's nuts, and especially in a movie that's trying to take itself seriously, yeah. and then just introduces that. And right? Because like, they they were this tone is very serious. Th- that movie's movie. trying to be very serious, and then the way they killed that character too is just so fucking stupid. You know, he just drowns. You put no effort into <laughs> you put no effort into it. The shark doesn't even get the shark doesn't even show up in the same shot as him once. No. He just walks and then they yank his tube back and then he fucking well, And then browns. we see our lead who's so the the gentleman in the armor is now dating our lead's yes. ex-girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. And he basically kills him. We we witnessed the murder. Way. That's true. Yeah, true. I'm gonna get the new guy out of the picture. Yeah. And he's weighed down with soup cans. Yeah. There's, yeah, a lot of good stuff there. There is. Okay. All right, so that's that's nominee one. Yes. Nominee two, Peaches, Peaches and, and Beans, beans. a.k.a. Pears and Hormel Chili. So why this is baffling is, for one, Peaches and Beans is a real fucking thing. It's a real fucking thing. It, well, it was, it was, I just want to go through the moment of seeing her get those two cans and me being like, okay, and then cut to her mixing them together and me going, what? Right. What? Because we didn't know what we were getting into initially. No. But even just the mixing of 
of pears and Hormel chili and stirring them together and being like, it's my specialty. And she's like, I made peaches and beans. And I'm just me and Jess out loud being like, that's not what you made. One, peaches and beans is a thing. Two, no, you didn't. No, you didn't make that. That's pears and Hormel chili. What the fuck are you talking about? That's an entirely different fruit. Yeah. I mean, yes, I understand they both grow on trees. Yes. So there's they have that connection. And, and yes, Hormel chili has beans in it. <laughs> yes. So yeah. yes, you have small connections. Ah, but, but even no. then, even then. No. And the fact that no one in the scene goes, what the fuck are you talking about? Shannon, what are you talking about? That should be the first thing. Yeah. That's the thing. Everyone was just like, oh, I'm sure. And it's also like, no one was like, you, no, you didn't. You didn't yeah, make no peaches No one called her out on that either. You didn't. That's pears and Hormel chili. And maybe it's because they know she's a very sensitive character, as we see. Maybe. She cries a she lot. She cries a lot. She cries a lot in that movie. Uh, so maybe they didn't want to hurt feelings, but. So that's that's nominee number two, Peaches okay. and Beans. Nominee three, which I have titled as, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh, to set the scene, we have uh, the two prisoner characters. This is also in Sharkinsaw Women's Prison Massacre. The two uh, prisoner characters who are kind of the antagonists, aside from the sharks in the movie. They decide in that moment, the one who wasn't evil has now decided to be the main evil one. And she has a machine yes, gun. Yes, because the other one that was evil is now flipped. Is now flipped and is friends with the guard now. Yeah. And as they're rowing across this this pond in a, in a cave, while they're before they're to land, she decides to stand up with the machine gun and call out, uh, call attention to her with her gun by going, woo, twice. Twice. And she's in an inflatable, small inflatable Tiny raft. inflatable You should raft. not stand up in that. Tiny inflatable. She stands up, she shoots the gun, falls out immediately, kills Shannon, the the peaches and beans maker. Which, all right, fair. Fair. Because you made pears and hormone chili. But so. she falls out and then there's just, it cuts to just a splash of water like edited over the water like not even real splashing and we are ah and then and then they show some red in the water and they're like well i guess they're dead and that's the end of that that's, one. that's it so those are our picks <laughs> for our nominees for most bonkers moment what do we pick oh what do we pick for most bonkers moment i think i think the the woo has us both shook i'm i'm really i'm really stuck between woo and peaches and beans the armor's great and the armor's great and baffling um but it also serves a purpose it does there's actually kind <laughs> there's of a actually, reason there's actually a narrative reason for that to happen there is that's true so we should probably take that one off the list so peaches and beans and woo are the ones that i'm really like you know what's the worst part though what peaches and beans does end up serving a purpose and it finds the guns but that almost makes it dumber because they because they knock the cans off and then that's there and then it's also why are those guns there? It doesn't help anything. No, it raises more questions. <laughs> I'm torn. I don't. I'm know. really torn. Can we just can we can we call it a tie? I think we just can we just call it the most bonkers moment is Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. I think we have to. Yeah, we can just do that because because okay. I, I love both those moments. I equally rewound both of them. I think the same amount. Yeah, I can't just, decide. I kept going back and being like, what is happening right now? I was probably more baffled by. Peaches and beans initially. Should we pick? Maybe we should pick peaches and beans because that was a baffling moment. Woo Let's was, do it. Woo was dumb. Peaches and beans was baffling. Yeah, I was confused. We had to Google. I did also Google. So yeah, I think that the amount think, of effort we put into that. I think the yeah. fact that we had to be like, wait, what is is this even a thing that matters and exists in the world? That the fact that it made us have to ask that makes it the most bonkers moment. Yeah, hundred percent. The movie did nothing to explain it. So okay, I think we'll go with that. 
Um, it also makes it more worth it that Jess fucking made us eat it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we are on to the big final category. Best and worst movie of the month. Take a sec if you need it to think about what you're going to pick. I think we should, should we start with worst and then best should be our final huzzah or how do you want to do it? Yeah, we could do worst first. Okay. What is your pick for worst movie of this round of Sharktoberfest? So I chose Toxic Shark. Interesting. I'm not doing this. Hey, bye. Thank you. This is stupid. I think maybe because this could be because it was at the very end Mm -hmm. and it truly broke me. Okay. Okay. Same reasoning, but I'm picking Shark Lake. Okay. Yeah. Because you could not remember any part of that movie. You had movie amnesia. I could barely pay attention. I was so bored. It was so forgettable. I'm not interested. I didn't give a fuck about anything. Like, Toxic Shark at least had some, like, huh? Moments and there, there were moments where you're kind of like, why? So you had to actually like, yeah, get your mind working. And a bit. I liked the idea of the zombie stuff. It wasn't well executed, but I liked at least the idea behind it and wanted that to be a movie. Yeah, Shark Lake. I don't want any of it to be a movie. And some of it already was a movie called Shark Night. And it, it was, was and it was also miles ahead. It was it was head and shoulders better. They did a lot better job on that than Shark one. Lake. And it's yes. not a good movie. Shark Night's not a good fucking movie. No, no. The story is so stupid. Way more fun than Shark Lake. Yeah. Minus all the terrible exposition and terrible CGI sharks. There's actually fun moments. Yeah. That we could somewhat get behind. Yeah. But but Shark Lake for me was that was the true slog of just like nothing about this is fun. It, it you know, I'm I'm glad we had Caleb to do the episode with because I don't even know if we would have had fun talking about it if we didn't have like a friend to play and how would we have gotten through of. it because we couldn't remember the movie couldn't even remember it Caleb remembered most of the movie <laughs> like you know what I mean but it's like that I, that movie was so fucking miserable to me I hated that no movie. I see where you're coming from yeah so that that's where I'm landing on my worst movie I mean at least we landed on our almost last two I know Suicide Squad Suicide Squad is technically our last movie yeah. but. That though that's hard to quantify stacked up next to the rest of this yeah. shit where it's like that's a competently made blockbuster. So I'm gonna call it our last two movie shark movies we had to watch. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So we're right because even Suicide Squad we decided to do as a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yes. it was it was we chose it out of design for a relief. It's yes. not even a movie I love, but it was a relief to no, talk we just, about. We couldn't do another shit. one. Yeah, <laughs> we I, physically I could not do it. Just could not do another one. And that's the final beer crack of Sharktoberfest. It is. Because you're already on your second. So here it is. We're down to the last big category. Our favorite movie. <laughs> favorite. That's a strong word to yeah, put well, in this. Because even best felt too strong, so I, di- I didn't quite know how to quantify it. But uh... Our most tolerable movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the vote for most tolerable goes to... Um, yeah, man. What what have you selected as your best, favorite, most tolerable shark movie from Sharktoberfest 2? So I'm going to take out Suicide Squad because it's made most competently. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not counting that one too. But also, like, I don't know. That one's a little bit of an eh for me anyway. It is. But I feel like it's not fair just because of like the advantages that it, movie had over the, the rest budget of these. budget and right. people who know what they're doing. All right, so I'm going to say. Okay. Shark and Saw. 
because mm-hmm. I think we had the most fun talking about that one, and it's one we've talked about revisiting for a commentary. Yeah, so that's um, why I'm putting it in there. So you're you're pretty much on the money with me. I have, I have kind of a tie. Okay. I do, but I do I do I will say this. I think Shark and Saw is my favorite because because even like going scrubbing back through for clips to like put in the episodes was fun. I'm just being like, what the fuck even is this movie? Um, it's 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 bland, but it's got a lot of dumb flavor to it. I don't know. There's a lot going on in that movie. I also want to give some credit to From the Depths. Listen, it's uh, so dumb. Originality. <laughs> yeah. Ten shark psychological thriller. Um, the the sharks they sneak into the movie. Yeah, crazy, bonkers. The fact that it all takes place in a house, you yes. know, and so does Shark and Saw at a point, but they're also in the woods. But like from the depths, truly takes place in, in an like, Airbnb. Like takes we place discussed. in Airbnb because even even the therapist's office is clearly in that house, it's a spare bedroom. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, but I, I wanted to put that one there just because From the Depths did give, and I hated the ending of it and stuff, but that made it kind of even more enjoyable of just like, of course this has a shitty twist ending. It wouldn't go well, anywhere interesting. <laughs> it, it made it fit into Sharktoberfest almost perfectly. Yes, for what it was. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with you. Shark and Saw, Women's Prison Massacre, okay. I chose as my favorite I'm glad we agree well. on this. It's, it's bad it's baffling. It didn't even do what it was supposed to do, which was be a a, a a exploitative skin flick. It didn't even do that. I am so glad you just said that. Yeah. Can we watch the video of the oh you Kickstarter? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You have the, the okay. video for the Kickstarter. Um. Yeah. You you just nailed this perfectly. And is that on YouTube or do I have to just Google? I think YouTube. Tits. First thing it shows. Woo! Good. Busting out of the joint sure ain't oh. easy. I'm Cindy Lucas, and I escaped this morning so I could come here to Kickstarter and say a few words about the latest the Jim Wynorski really action not. horror flick, The Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre. This has more action than the movie does already. Yeah. And the music in the running. It's way more exploitative. <laughs> Just wait. Jim and I have made a bunch of knockout flicks together, like Piranaconda, Pleasure oh. Spa, Hypnotica, and Sexy Wives Syndrome. Fuck you. And now we've come to Kickstarter to help fund our latest exploitation masterpiece. The Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre has all the fun elements you homebodies love in a picture. Gunplay, gangsters, and of course, sexy babes. Pausing it real quick. Yeah, this, go ahead. This already has so much energy and like each each cut like is actually in relation to the shots of like you have this going into this there's cause and effect this is all already- Logan they put all the effort into this Kickstarter This is way better than the movie And then they gave up when they started filming And if you're familiar with any of Jim's other films like Chopping Mall Beastmaster 2 and Dino Croc versus Super Gator you already know the guy prefers action to talk And if you've been following my career at all in films like American Pie 7, you know full well I kick ass and take names later. Look, all we need to get this done is a measly hundred thou. Mm-hmm. You that are right. That only hundred thousand dollars, right? See you all on set. Oh, oh. God. Okay. Um, so did you see how that was hands down way more... 
yeah, exploitative way, than the movie yeah. ever was. Well, and they promised like so much action and sexy babes, and like even with that, they're trying to. They're saying what I thought the movie was yes, gonna be exactly, and then the movie didn't fucking do it. <laughs> yes, I'm Cindy Lucas. My, uh, my from American Pie Seven. <laughs> wow, no, that was. I'm gonna give that. Sorry, that's my new favorite movie of Sharktoberfest. Is that Kickstarter video? <laughs> Quick thank you to Tyler. Yeah, Tyler, who he is, he uh, he introduced us to the second Statham video last year, right? Yes. Doing, yeah. So he's he's been sending us. He's some a good gold. contributor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, that was yeah. That was that was something. I else. knew you would enjoy. I that. loved that. I okay. loved that. That yes. was great. Thank you. Well, it's just really good timing too. You 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 teed me up for that. No, perfect. that was so perfect. thank you. That was perfect. Uh, well, okay, I think that I think that is a wrap. That for wraps the, up Sharktoberfest. Well, for the the first annual Toby Awards. <laughs> Can we make trophies for no reason except yeah. for us? Just just for me and you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, dude, we don't even get them. We give them to the movies. <laughs> we have to like create a shelf where it's just just a stack of Tobies. Look over your shoulder. Oh, that that shark trophy that that Tyler made, right? Yes, we could have him make some. Oh, those are the Tobies. Those could be the Tobies. Okay, well, Tyler, we're about to put you to work, but yeah. <laughs> um, well, okay, that is gonna do it for the the first annual Sharktoberfest Awards, aka the Tobies. Um, we will be right back with our like our official wrap up wrap up. Huh? Yeah. 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 Ah. Here we are, peaches and beans, my specialty. Breakfast is served. I'm not interested. Okay, so what else could we possibly even have to do to wrap up Sharktoberfest? I hope not a lot. <laughs> uh, well, first that we'll do we'll do some of our regular business. Shark wheat from Urban Brew Labs, little chunky, but we like it. Yeah. You hey, know? minus that last swallow. Fuck hey, yeah! If you're looking for a drink and a snack, get you some <laughs> shark wheat from uh, Urban Brew Labs. The first annual Toby's, I feel like, was a rousing success just for my own. I you know, thoroughly enjoyed it. I will be watching next year. I, yeah, <laughs> no matter how long the telecast is, uh, we were a little light on our fest facts and our shark news. Yeah, we, we kind of we we slipped in that category. We will do better. We're gonna do better on that. We got a little beat down. Um, you know, so so next Shark Harbor Fest, we're hoping to come back a little more uh, refreshed, ready to fight. Because we are gonna do uh, Shark Harbor Fest again next year. I mean, I think we've kind of decided we want to do it again. Might look a little different, feel a little different. That's because this show is about to look and feel a little different. After this, so coming in mid November, we are gonna be rebranding the show. Yes, we're gonna have a new name. Kind of a new structure, not too different from already what we're doing, but we're also going to be able to go places we haven't been able to go with this show yet. And it's not a Star Trek podcast, if that's what you're thinking. Um, I mean, we could do that. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to boldly go where a lot of other podcasts have gone before. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. No, uh, we're already not breaking new ground by being a, a beer and movie podcast, but we like to bring our... I, I hate to say expertise, but our, our you know, our, our brand, our brand, our sp- and also our specific knowledge base or our, our passions, I guess, is yes. kind of what we're going off of. Um, but we're, so we're going to be changing the name of the show. Next time you hear from us, the name of this show will no longer be called Sharktoberfest. It's going to be called Film Pub. This is exciting. It's the first time we've actually got to like say it. Isn't that easier to tell your friends? It's going to be so much easier. Yeah, we renamed it uh, because, one, we wanted to make the show promotable more in, accessible in literally any sense we wanted it to be promotable yeah. 
Uh, we also wanted to get out of the just animal pun month thing we've been doing. Listen, it was a fun year. Fun year. Fun it year. Was. Had a which, great by, time. which, by the way, we have been doing the show for a year. We, we have. We haven't really given ourselves credit for that, but we've done the show for over a year now. Yeah, we were fairly consistent. I, I mean, yeah, little you know pockets here and there. But yeah, but when we'd come back, it'd be way too intense <laughs> every time. Um, that's the other thing too is we want to be more consistent with our schedule and not to worry about sticking to like a monthly theme and stuff like that. So we're gonna get into an every other week schedule to start out. If it does, you know, better and we have a lot of fun doing it, maybe we'll do more. But we're gonna start with an every other week. Uh, schedule. Just want to give us ourselves more prep time and more prep time, more editing time, yeah. more um, more time to dig into stuff because we want to really be able to not just talk about movies and review movies and we're and we're gonna still do that. Like everything we've done in this show, we're not gonna stop. That's the thing. Like the show is really all we're doing is adding. Then exactly. really, yeah, we're, we're gonna- not. We're just going to add some fun deep dives, really. Yeah, we're not taking things away, but like sometimes we're going to do episodes that aren't necessarily about a singular movie, but are about a topic, which kind of worked too, like our last episode about Suicide Squad. It was about that movie, but it was also just about ideas around the movie and things in the industry and stuff like that. We want to be able to do stuff like that, too, or really break down genres or filmmakers, filmographies, and, and different ideas like that. We're still going to do things like one and dones because we like those. Those are still going to be peppered in. Um, we're still going to do just movie reviews of either new movies or old movies or just ones we want to talk about, ones people want us to talk about. Um, we're still going to be sampling drinks and getting into brewology stuff and, and beer making stuff because you're knowledgeable about that. And then that falls under the film pub. We're going to it's going to yes. be still kind of a mix of of um, think of this as a place you go. You're yeah. going to the film pub. Yeah. to Hang out, have yeah. a drink and talk to patrons or the i don't know bartenders whatever you want to think of yeah we're we're trying to we want to make it feel like because what this show has been for us and what the people who've liked it have liked and we want to continue to grow that is the idea of like hey this is like when you go sit down with a drink with friends and you just kind of ramble about shit you've watched because usually most people hang out with there's always a part at least part of the conversation goes to that of like did you fucking see this lately you know yeah what are are you watching you know so we want to do a little bit of that, um, and just be able to take this format that we've been doing and go different places with it. You know, we're ready to grow. Exactly, yes. exactly. So, um, and like I said, we have absolute every intention of doing Sharktoberfest next year too. Now it will just be Film Pub presents Sharktoberfest. Yes, that's a little easier than Sharktoberfest presents ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we just want you to tell your friends. We want we want to be it's able to so promote the show, but we already we already have an Instagram page. Like we're gonna be a little more on the you know promotional ends a little yes. more. We and we all we want to be able to also create it as a way that we can talk with people because we know we we don't have a huge fan base. I know we've joked about it, but the people who do listen to the show um, are kind of rabid listeners. We have we have a strong small base, which is cool, and we want to expand it. And then we also want to be able to make it easier for those people to like interact with us and communicate yeah. with us and stuff so that's kind of the idea going into it but so speaking of uh film pump film pub film pod, film pub pod on instagram instagram yeah at film pub pod we haven't really posted anything there but that is already existed um there's other ones called film pub and they're they're used there a lot of them are are now defunct <laughs> <laughs> accounts for nothing so we just took film pub pod because it's fun to say um, but that we are about to start posting stuff on that, and we'll even post on stuff that's maybe not even an episode. It's just movie shit, yeah, and whatever. 
we've been really excited about this. We've had this in the works since June bugs, I think. I, I believe so, yeah. I think it's since June. We started working on it this summer, and we knew we wanted to wait till after Sharktoberfest. We just figured the transition would be much easier yeah. than just randomly dropping Well, because we didn't want to immediately change the name and then do fucking Sharktoberfest again <laughs> and then immediately reconfuse it. So we're like, hey, let's do Sharktoberfest 2, change the name of the show. But we still have every intention of doing Sharktoberfest next year, too. The same, it may, it may be in a different form. We may not do a full month. Of, <laughs> yeah, might have you know? to tone it down. Um, but but we, but we definitely want to do this it is again. It's the bread and butter of yeah, the yeah. show. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's the, it still is kind of the flagship. You yeah. know, it's still the start of the show. Which and is a good tie into Film Pub because uh, breweries have flagship beers. That's true. They do. This is our flagship. That's true. They do. And yeah, and we have goals too. We're hoping to do, you know, get get a little more in depth into brewing stuff that we haven't always been able to do. You know, we only can talk about it for like the first segment. We want to be able to do some more of that. We're we're basically just trying to cultivate like a fun bar atmosphere with friends, kind of. And so we're hoping to have more guests. Um, hoping to have maybe some interviews. We're hoping to. We're just hoping to do a lot of stuff. Definitely more audience participation, guys. Get <laughs> in here. Yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of the show. Uh, you know, be able to drop us a line either at Film Pub Pod or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or we have an email, Nielsen and Pixley yes. at gmail.com. Maybe I'll even create a Film Pub one. Might be even easier to yeah. if you uh, have if you have movies, if you have yeah. shows you want us to talk about. Yeah, stuff like that. Um let us know. And if you're already subscribed to Sharktoberfest, stay subscribed because we're gonna change it here on this feed is go, it's going to shift into film pub yeah we want to keep the old episodes because yeah. we had a lot of fun doing it's, those i don't i don't want to erase no. what we did it's still yeah i don't consider it like a different show it was just the the beginning version and now we're you know much like you said at the beginning of the show like tremors 2 that listen we're still we're still a graboid but now we're a graboid dog <laughs> <laughs> yes same but different yes. you know that's now that's, we're blind and we can only see <laughs> My heat signatures. Yeah. Yes, we have far more focused tunnel vision now, weirdly. No, um, I don't know. Maybe this isn't a huge announcement. Maybe it's like anyone would be like, oh, okay. You know, but yeah. I don't know. I guess for us, it's, uh, it's we're very excited. Yeah, we're very excited. Because we, we've been ready for the next step for, well, like we said, since June. Since we've, June. We've been ready for this. Well, and it's like we, you know, we started this show, literally it started from the name, and then was just like, what is, what would a Sharktoberfest oh, built be? Built an entire show around a pun. Around a pun. Just a joke. And then as we were doing the show, we're like, oh, we like this show. We can tell it has a, a, a limited lifespan if it's only this. February was great. June bugs were great. St. Patrick's Day is one of my favorites. Like we we've done some stuff I really love, but we when we started branching out and playing in other, I think it was really the Mortal Kombat episode. That was like kind of our first. That was when uh, we started being like movie oh, discussion. Like oh, we can just completely get away from this and just this can fit anywhere. This format, this idea of what it we're doing, still works. Yeah. Can fit in anything. And that that was what kind of I think lit the fire under us a little bit of like oh this doesn't have to stay. Well, we have teeter-tottered on changing the name for much longer than june we have yes and even when and then we when we decided we we're gonna do film pub i had a moment I'll, I'll admit this to you i had a moment being like man should we change the name should we just keep it sharktoberfest and then doing this sharktoberfest broke me hard enough I'm like yeah no i'm ready i'm ready for this to oh, be a different we've both show. been ready i'm ready for this to be a different thing and sharktoberfest just be a a, a a cog in the machine that will be film pub 100 percent. dustin do you have any closing thoughts for sharktoberfest 2 <laughs> it was challenging <laughs> but i still had fun Mm-hmm. And the beers were fantastic. 
this year. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, great crop of beers. Horrible crop of movies. Horrible crop of movies. Very challenging. But you know what? We had more guests on this year. Which I, really I am helped. glad we did that. I liked having friends on. Yes, and I want to do a lot. a lot more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you to Jess and Steve and Caleb. Yes. Um, and I'll even extend it to we only had one other guest that wasn't one of those three, but Luke, when he was, he did uh, Frogist yes, with us. That was fun too. Um, I, I really liked uh, having guests come in, and we definitely want to do that more in the future. It was, it was fun. I agree. Having... It, it, it's, it's, it's nice to just break it up. And have well, just different perspectives. Another person to bounce ideas off of and just chat with and, and new shit to laugh about is, is always very fun. Um, I guess that's going to do it yeah. for Sharktoberfest. So uh, for my co-host, Dustin Pixley, I'm Logan Nielsen. Um, thank you so much for listening to fucking anything. If you listen to anything we've made so far, thank you. It's been a very fun year, and we're going to have fun in years to come. And all I'm going to say is... Danke. I'm going to say it's 1017, 45 degrees. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll be right back. <laughs>